Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'm welcoming you today to the third in a series of videos on Fighting Right. And again, Aletha Barnett has graciously agreed to help us through this difficult issue of conflict and how to deal with it. We saw in video one that we talked about the nature of conflict. Video two, we talked about God's way of dealing with it. And in, in this particular video, we're going to talk about fighting right through understanding our differences. And Aletha is again going to guide us in that. And let me say now that Aletha has also graciously given us an outline that is downloadable from our website to help you if you want to take notes or just go back and review the things that she has shared with us in this series of videos. So Aletha, tell me, how can understanding and allowing for the differences in between people and among people help us navigate conflict? Thank you for the question and thank you for inviting me. You know, I, I love um, telling stories and examples of things that I've learned from um, over the years. And it's so helpful. The yes. ones you've already shared have thank been you. so helpful. Thank you. thank you. I heard a sermon um, many years ago when I was in law school about how unique God is. And it was John Hill Westbrook that preached that sermon. And he said, our God is so unique that nothing he makes is the same. An original is worth more than a copy and we're each originals. He said, uh, no to snowflakes, no to china berries. I didn't know what a china berry was, but I was getting his point that we're each unique, each different. Uh, the very hairs of our head are numbered and we're all valuable. And so in God's uniqueness, he made us original. None of us are copies. And there's so much diversity amongst us. You know, when people think about diversity, oftentimes they think race, culture. We're so diverse well uh, beyond that. Uh, for example, God gave us different personalities. Most people are familiar uh, with the DISC uh, personalities. And there are, and we're aware of it, personality clashes. For example, the D personality is dominant and direct. Uh, the I personality is generally a people person, or the life of the party. Whereas the C personality may be more critical. And on the other hand, you've got the S personality, who is the supportive type. You get two deep people together, they're just going to class, boom. Or you'll have people say, I don't understand uh, why they're so direct all the time. People are wired differently. We're wired differently. And you know, there really are no bad personalities. We need every one of those personalities. However, whatever the personality type, they need to bring that natural personality under submission to God's word. For example, 
D personalities need to learn not to be so bossy. I'm a D. So I have posted on my I wall. I have those tendencies too. <laughs> <laughs> I have posted on my wall biblical advice to your D personality. Not so bossy. Be more gentle, etc. For example, the C personality. Don't be so critical. Speak the truth, but do it in love. But we need those personalities. When you are down and needing encouragement and support, bring that S personality on. However, we need to allow for the differences of others. Just because a person is a D and you may be an S, it's no reason for you to judge each other based on your personality type. So remember I'm saying allow for the differences of others. We're not even at accepting the differences yet. Sometimes we won't even allow for the differences of others. So when we understand allowing for the differences of others, it can help us harness uh, the conflict. And then, of course, we've got gender differences. I don't care what uh, women's lib says or anything else. God wired us differently. There was a study um, of the MRI, uh, MRI study by Harvard, and they studied little girls and little boys on the playground. Little girls are relational and they're making sentences and the boys are wham, bow, wow, fighting, etc. In fact, the studies show that the amygdala part of the brain develops more in little girls, women, than in boys. And so when wives understand that their husbands are not going to communicate at the level that they do because they're wired differently, that can help harness uh, conflict. Do you think men really have no thought in their minds? When I ask my husband what he's thinking, and he says nothing. Is that true? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do have thoughts. It's just different. Okay, than, so I'm than, just supposed to allow for that. Allow for the okay. difference. All right, I'm not supposed to create an argument That's around correct. this. Okay. And likewise, he's supposed to allow for the fact that you're more chatty than he is that you communicate differently uh, than he uh, communicates. And then another uh, difference, generations. The millennials, they're not like us. <laughs> <laughs> so let's understand, allow for the differences. We need the differences for various uh, reasons. And then, of course, you've got the believer and the non-believer. If we don't allow the non-believer to be a non-believer while at the same time being a witness by our behavior it will be difficult for us to bring them to Christ and then of course beyond the God-given differences there are choices like political differences Lord if we could get that together absolutely I mean, we may have different perspectives but let's respect each other and let's try to work it out let's not make war enemies uh, out of um, each other based on our differences, our preferences. Uh, Chuck Swindoll has a, a, a principle that he uses in terms of uh, viewpoints. He says that there are viewpoints, which of course would be our opinions, and there are also principles. Your principles would be your biblical standards. Your uh, viewpoints are just our personal opinions based on our own wiring. If it is a biblical principle, you never compromise that. If it is an opinion, 
seek a wise compromise. It's not worth the fight. So when possible, seek that wise uh, compromise and allow for the differences of others. We can stop a lot of conflict by simply allowing uh, for the differences of others. And there are many other uh, differences. I talk about some of those in my, in my book, but um, just allow for it. Love each other, uh, tolerate each other, and... Um, and overlook those offenses, overlook, as you mentioned overlook earlier. Overlook those offenses, absolutely. Yeah, overlook them, if yes. at all possible. Yes, if at all possible. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're in the last video, so let me just ask you to wrap up just a little bit, maybe summarize. If you had to choose your top three things that you would tell someone involved in a conflict, what would you want them to do? What, how would you want them to manage it? What would those primary three things be? Okay, okay, great, great. You know, I love telling stories. <laughs> My first job out of college was at a bank. I supervised uh, tellers at the bank. In uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, we never had a bank robbery or at least during my tenure. I don't know if they've ever had one, but at least during my tenure, we never had one. However, we didn't know that we would have one, but we had a plan. We had a plan of action. On the other hand, we know we're gonna have conflict, but sometimes we don't have a plan of action for when conflict hits. So the primary thing I would tell people is have your plan of action for conflict. That plan of action is, as we said in a, another video, it is the Matthew Brick Road, Matthew 18, 15, going first to the person alone and then taking someone with you to assist in resolving that conflict if you're not able uh, to resolve it uh, yourself. So a strategic plan, a biblical, follow the biblical principles. We know the principles, but James tells us to be doers of God's word, not hearers only. If we don't apply those principles, as it says in John, I mean in uh, James, we're deceiving ourselves. So have a plan, put that plan into action, and then most of all, uh, allow uh, for the differences of others would be the, uh, the primary, uh, primary three uh, that I would mention. Wonderful way to summarize and, and give us some real guidance about specifically how to move forward from here. So thank you so much, Aletha, for all of the wisdom you have shared with us and the experiences. And as I said, Aletha's book will be linked to her bio on our website as soon as the book is out. And in fact, you can send us a note by contacting us through the website and just asking us to let you know when her book comes out, and we'd be so happy to do that. So thank you, and I hope that you will join us for some of our other training videos to help you walk through this Christian life, to help you influence other women and become more like Jesus. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, 
Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.